could it be possible that there are intelligent residual hauntings? A cycle that can terrorize, a cycle that can be hard to break. What if there are these supernatural cycles that tend to manifest again and again in the same location, terrorizing the living? This is known as a ghost loop. Exactly what is a ghost loop? Well, this is a question that we have for our very special guest, friend, and paranormal investigator, and not to mention the star of the new Travel Channel series, Ghost Loop, which premieres on December 27th. We have a sit down with our very special guest, Matt Lytle. Join us on today's episode as we talk about the new series, Ghost Loop, exactly what is a ghost loop, and what to expect from the new series. We also talk about ghost hunting, ghosts, and Matt's journey into the paranormal world. You definitely don't want to miss this episode out, guys. So grab your K2 meters, your Mel meters, your crystals and dowsing rods as we get Holly Weird and Ghost Looped with Travel Channel's star of the new series, Ghost Loop, Matt Lytle. Hey, all you Holly weirdos. Hi. We didn't see you there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did, um, but we also see dead people, and we don't want to see dead people, right, Bryce? That's why I walk around with my eyes closed all the time. time. But if you do see dead people, you don't want to see dead people anymore. There's someone that can help. He has a team. And not only does he have a team of these specialists that deal with the dead, they also have a new show that yes. will be appearing on the Travel Channel on December 27th, guys. And it's a little show, a little terrifying show called Ghost Loop. Ghost guys, Loop. we want to introduce to you all our friend, Matt Lytle. Hi. What's going on? <laughs> Matt, tell us a little bit about yourself and also like what to expect with Ghost Loop and what is a Ghost Loop? All right. Well, um, about myself... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm originally from Indianapolis, Indiana, so Midwest, but Ooh. I do live in Los Angeles, California now. Because all of you guys migrate here. We really do. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I met more, Look outside. I've met so more Midwesterners in LA than I ever did. I know, me ever. too. <laughs> then in the, in yeah, the, in yeah the we're all trying to escape. We're basically <laughs> refugees. Escape right. the cornfields to the orange Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather see wide open ocean oh, than yeah. cornfields. Maybe maybe October cornfields. But yeah, other that, than that. We've talked about that many times. The yes. only time I actually get like homesick is during like autumn. Like, we don't have any season changes That's here. Right. But then like the other 11 months out of the year, I'm like, yeah, fuck the Midwest. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That is, that's been my mindset for the last year and a half. Yeah. And, and it's not going to change. No, ever. it won't. Screw snow. <laughs> um, that's the main thing. Um, but yeah, so living here, um, this show, guys, was filming this first season was uh, an experience to say the least. Um, you know, um, the past couple of years, I've really been opening myself up to, um, you know, reaching out to to people and mm-hmm. helping people more than just going into a place and getting evidence. Mm. Right. You know, and you know, I got 
fortunate enough to have such a great team who also likes to help people um, in need and also have a lot of experience with it. You know, Caliph on the show, he's got 15 years of doing cases. Sean Austin on the show has, you know, 10 years. Mm -hmm. Eric has five. Chris Starr, you know, she's been doing this since she was six years old. Oh, wow. Um, So, you know, being the youngest one, I'm very blessed to have, you know, uh, a team who's so experienced. And that really helped out, um, you know, with filming this first season. Mm -hmm. For you guys that are tuning in and wanting to know these amazing people that Matt are talking about and this awesome show that will be airing very soon. It's called Ghost Loop. Like, I guess the little tidbit is when paranormal entities terrorize the living through endless, repetitive supernatural cycles, Mm. manifesting again and again in the same location, it is known as a ghost loop. And now a team that Matt is a part of, of highly specialized paranormal experts who focus on this distinct type of haunting are stepping in to help both the living and the dead. Mm. And in the Travel Channel's new eight episode series, you guys were busy, goes to <laughs> premiering this actually this coming Friday, December 27th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Pacific Time. The team will attempt to break cycles of trapped paranormal activity and restore peace by drawing out each spirit through recreated trigger environments. Hmm. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. That is, okay, so some people will say, well, that sounds like a residual haunting. Right. Yeah, but this actually is different from residual in a sense that you are recreating the environment. For example, if you're going into a location that was a 1900s hotel room that's haunted, you pretty much recreate the time era of that location as best as you can. Exactly. So first off, what a ghost loop is, it's a certain area of a haunted location, rather than be somebody's house Mm -hmm. or somebody's, um, you know, small business or whatnot. So it's a specific area where an intelligent entity haunts and terrorizes, if you will, the living, but it does it by doing repetitive actions. So let me just do an example for you. Interesting. Um, You know, it's somebody's house. It's a couple's house, man and woman. They're laying in bed. And at night, they hear noises um, in the room next to them. They then hear footsteps walking in the hallway, and then they see a black shadow at the corner of their room. That doesn't just happen once, that happens repetitively. This intelligent entity does the same actions to scare these people, to haunt these people, to terrorize them. And that's what a ghost loop is. The area that this intelligent entity haunts, if you will, shows itself, makes itself known. Um, So we don't just go into a place and walk around the whole entire house and then just investigate. We we take this haunting and try to narrow it down to exactly where it's happening Mm -hmm. and how it's happening. And a lot of the times it's repetitive. That's why we call it the ghost loop. And in this ghost loop is where we make our trigger environments. So a living room, sometimes the backyard, um, sometimes the main bedroom. You know, um, and yes, we do turn these um, rooms or ghost loops back in time. So like you said, if it's a early 1900s hotel room where somebody was murdered, we literally go to antique stores online where we can find old 1900s um, whatever that was in a hotel room and we place them in there. We, we don't just place objects in there. We tear down walls, put up new wallpaper. We move all this furniture, bring in new furniture. Wow. Um, technically not new. Old, Old. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like a trigger object, but it's a whole environment. Mm. And That's we turn so that ghost loop into an environment. And I'm telling you what, it draws out the spirits. I, I knew that this would work before mm. we started actually doing this for our show. Mm-hmm. But 
after filming the first episode, which was in Florida earlier this summer, the difference between that whole state is a is a ghostly one hundred percent right seriously <laughs> seriously it was we got a lot of activity because what we do is before we build the trigger environment we mm-hmm. still do preliminary investigations right we do two days two nights of investigating to try to because we got to figure out what this entity is mm-hmm. who it is where it's coming from so it's not just going in oh this is the story there's the ghost loop we're good we have to dig really really deep mm-hmm. into investigating to researching caliph is a researcher and i've never seen a person dig so deep into history as this guy does wow. he he's the best researcher i've ever seen wow. in this field doing this for 10 years hands down um but after we figure all that out then that's when we come up with okay this is going to be the trigger environment because it was this murder happened in this living room. Okay, so not really a spoiler thing, but kind of a spoiler thing. First episode is going to be Houston. We had our client named Becky who she was hearing like crashing sounds at the front of her living room. Oh, my God. Like somebody was breaking in, lives by herself, oh, hell no. crashing sounds, and she was terrified. And then she would see the entity in the hallway and in her room. What was that? That's the ghost loop, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we had no idea who this was or what it was. Neither did she. She just knew that this is the activity. Mm-hmm. What do mm-hmm. I do? So when we dug down deep, we found out all of this history of, it was in Houston. So, you know, the Buffalo Soldiers, um, they had their march there. And a lot of them were hanged in jail. Um, there's just a lot. There was a bar right down the street from her house that was active in like the 30s, I believe. And um, a lot of murders took place basically in her front yard from that oh bar. Oh, my God. I mean, bad stuff. But we did find out that, you know, there is there was a murder that happened there. And I don't want to spoil too much, but <laughs> right. we, we think that that was it. And so we turned the trigger environment into the murder scene. And that's all I can say about the trigger environment. I'm not going to give you any details mm-hmm. of when not. it happened. Yeah. yeah. But... You know, you would think, oh, it's probably the history of a war, right? Right. No. I mean, sometimes these ghost loops, these entities in these ghost loops are very, very detailed. It happened. They're they're there because of one night or Mm. 10 minutes of their, the rest of their life. Right. And that's the ghost loop, you know? So it's, you know, we didn't just go in and again say, oh, okay, so that's the ghost loop. Cool. We dug deep, deep, deep. And the evidence we caught before was insane and telling you after building these trigger environments during and after these trigger environments building it activity spiked up and it was I just was going to ask mm-hmm. like for one thing I mean not to dispute not to sound like I'm disputing but do you feel like and people might chime in and say well you know sometimes hauntings can occur another haunting can occur when you go in and disrupt a space mm. or when you bring in like say these antique objects what if they have something attached can they throw off the ghost loop Absolutely. Right. Oh, absolutely. And that's another thing that we had to take account. I mean, there was one case where... It has to be careful, careful, like Mm -hmm. overseeing, I'm I'm sure, by your team. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, there was one case where, you know, we went into the ghost loop and, you know, they had all this history uh, of the actual family who still lived there, like her past grandfather. Yeah. Great-grandfather. And, you know, we were kind of cluing in on that. But then we walked around this house and there were so many old antiques. Mm. Oh, so we had it. to think to ourselves, okay, you know, could it be something from this antique mm. or this antique? Or is it something from, you know, her family past? So that's the stuff we had to deal with mm. and we had to come up with, you know, for yeah. 
like, for these cases. Who's the random little girl ghost with the doll that's made from the skin <laughs> right. of her enemies all of right. a sudden yeah, haunting the ghost loop? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So sometimes it was definitely a crowd of spirits in the ghost loop, but it was our focus was the main one mm. who was terrorizing the living. And yes. every episode we get down to that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, a lot of these episodes, we also have to cross over multiple spirits that are from other, wow. you know, history, historic uh, stories, mm -hmm. if you will. I'm just going to go over your team members okay. who you mentioned uh, and just like kind of give us a detailed description of what they do. What, what is your tasks? Because I know that uh, from what you told me, you handle tech mm. and Chris Starr is the medium. I met her at David's house. She's she's really, really an awesome person and she definitely has a gift. Mm -hmm. She is what um, I remember her telling myself and a couple of other people during the seance with Lily that she, you know, is a star child. Mm -hmm. She has a lot of gifts, this mm -hmm. girl. Um, not only can she hear it, the dead, but she can also communicate and like see them and pretty much help them in a way. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then we have Sean Austin, Eric, is it Vitali? Yep. And Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I said Vitali until Vitaly. last month. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Califf, right? Yes. We like Chris. He follows us Hi. on Instagram. We is, yeah. He's my boy. I always love watching his stories. Love his beard and his tattoos. So there you go. <laughs> that's why he was hired. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Look, whatever it takes, honestly. Whatever so what it is takes. Uh, Chris? Uh, Chris, I'm sure, is the researcher, right? He's the historian. Caliph. Yeah. So, so okay. So we call Chris Caliph Caliph mm -hmm. because okay. Chris Starr is Chris. Right. So Chris Starr okay. is Chris with a K, K-R-I-S. Uh -huh. And then Chris Caliph is just Caliph because that's his last name and mm -hmm. it sounds good, right? Yes. So when I say Caliph, I'm referring to him he's the researcher um do you want me to go into detail yeah. about okay sure, so not? yeah we like to get to know the team and yeah. what you hate about each member I know, all right how do they order their starbucks they're, bur they're bursting through the front door like he can't be on this show <laughs> <laughs> that checks out <laughs> yeah, yeah our production company yeah. is just down the road so maybe i shouldn't uh, <laughs> we hey, get such, a message from right. stephanie there's just cease and desist throwing <laughs> through your window right now it's fine oh my gosh i wouldn't be surprised if any of that happened though yeah no, it is the entertainment industry yeah there. <laughs> um, right. Um, so Chris, I'll start out with her. Okay. Um, so she actually is um, what we call an empath mm -hmm. or she has clairsentience ability where, as you guys know, but some of our viewers might not know, mm -hmm. is that she can feel mm -hmm. energy a lot more clearer and better, for lack of a better word, than most people. Um, she can walk into a place and just absolutely get chills, mm. or she can look around and, oh, you yeah. know, she just, she's she's a magnet. She draws the spiritual energy, but not just spiritual wow. energy, but human energy. Mm -hmm. So she's very, very emotional. Um, you know, she, she loves her team. She looks out for us. She's like a sister to me. Mm -hmm. You know, she's literally the same age as my older sister. And so we have that like brother sister relationship where we really look out for each other on these cases. That's um, yeah. And so she's, she's just very caring and, and just super sensitive. And, um, uh, you know, throughout these eight episodes, she definitely got picked on by spirits. You mm -hmm. know, there was a lot of spirits that we dealt with that were, were male spirits and they weren't good. They weren't good. Um, you mm -hmm. know, they, they had a quote liking for women. Um, a lot of our clients, a lot of our haunted clients were women as well. And so, oh my God. so it's like, they can't even leave you alone in the afterlife. Hashtag me too. I, was, I really right? came in and I was like, okay, I'm okay. not going to go okay, on a rant right. today. <laughs> let me just say. What it would it be? Hashtag afterlife me too. I don't know. Time's up. I know, up time's like, up. Where are we? Wait, God no, damn. Time, time was of already course, done. even in the afterlife. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I'm but so it's the annoyed. truth. They don't. They don't leave. They don't Ugh. leave women alone. 
they don't and so she was what we call bait a lot mm. um, oh, but no. here's the thing is she wanted to be is mm. as much as emotional as she is there, right know? and as caring as she is she is brave mm. i mean she's one of the bravest women that i've ever investigated with oh that's so sweet and yeah awesome. i mean kudos to her because going in i i didn't necessarily know how brave she was yeah. and i knew we had some cases that were pretty intense and pretty mm. dark and I mean, she took them by the horns, you know, and she she was like, I'll do this. I want to do this because not that all of us didn't care. We all all cared so much mm. about our clients. But Chris just had that like extra step with the clients. Um, mm -hmm. She really related to them a lot on an emotional level. And that's what she brings to the team mm -hmm. is her emotional level, her, um, you know, calm um female presence was really nice to all of our clients but also to a lot of the spirits too like i said she they are very attracted to her so she was she was huge she is huge for the team mm. she's very huge uh, when it comes to all that very sensitive um sean is is more of a medium he has a lot of times and there was three or four times where before we even went to our location mm. for ghost loop where he would have visions or dreams or he would be visited in his hotel room um, oh, one uh, you'll see on the third episode in Lubbock, Texas, literally the reason why we found out what was there was because of something that happened to him six hours into being in Lubbock, Texas. Oh my, wow. Well, you guys had a lot of things happen. I mm -hmm. was following you on Instagram, but I'm sorry, it was a funny story because you posted this picture of this vehicle that had something wrong with the tire. And I could notice, I noticed like the neighborhood mm. looked rough. And I was like, Matt, where the hell are you guys? Right? Uh, what did they do to this, to this truck? And you're like, no, 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 no. It was actually, it's not that. It's actually like, had to do with the dead. <laughs> so, yeah, it was paranormal. It was paranormal. And guess where that was? God, even the ghost can be ghetto. God damn it. Same. It was in Lubbock. <laughs> oh, weird. That was Lubbock. Yeah. Oh, damn. That was the day that we had, that was our first drive to that location after Sean had his crazy, crazy experience of something And you guys evil. went through something that was scary. And we'll see it in that episode. You will like, see it. You have to see it, guys, because when Matt posted this picture, it looked scary. I was like, what happened yeah. to the tires of yeah. your car? Yeah. And I and I thought at first it was someone stole them or you guys had an accident, mm -hmm. but it was something that was paranormal related mm -hmm. and we'll have to see what that is. Mm -hmm. it's, you guys, you know. What I love about that episode and that whole scene is you you guys will be able to see how real and raw this stuff mm. is. Yeah. You know, we don't just, I get it, we have a professional camera crew and stuff, but uh -huh. we don't set things up and then go along with it. Like, stuff happens to us off of location, I off believe of it. cameras yeah. being on. Well, yeah, you and I had, like, we converse a lot on Instagram, and I could tell, like, our listeners and people who are just new and mm. a little in the opposition of this new ghost show, but the feelings I could tell you are very genuine. Mm. Like when I would chat with you on Instagram, like you were like really scared about that episode. Like mm -hmm. you were so scared about being in that place. Like this was something serious that happened and it yeah. could have like hurt a lot of people. Right. And, and the, the word that I hate to use yeah. when it comes to uh, uh, an experience like this is we thought this thing was very powerful. Mm. Well, and obviously you, I saw right. that truck. I was like, what? The effing yeah. mother f Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that was my words you too. Were, you not were scared. Quite like I'm, I know some people are like, "What's well, scripted?" I'm, no, no, I could tell no. you guys. I could vouch for Matt and his team from mm. what he's, you know, told us. Like this stuff is fucking serious. Yeah, yeah, it's real and raw. And yeah. that's that's. I don't want to get into it because I'm sure it's a 
question later on, but that's what I love about our show. Mm-hmm. Is it's it's very real and raw. And I just got goosebumps. Emotional and, and so Sean, yeah. So Sean has his visions. Has his um, visions, and those and visions pay off. They, they in Lubbock. Yeah, they pay off a lot in Lubbock and, and in a couple other episodes as well. But Lubbock was the one that it really did. And again, you guys will see that mm-hmm. our third episode. So the very beginning of our show. Oh man. And it's yeah, it's insane. But. Um, and then we have Mr. Chris Califf, which yes. I've already talked about, the best researcher mm-hmm. ever. Um, but he's he's also like my main, he's like my, my brother on the show. Mm-hmm. He's my older brother on the show. Big, you know, big beard, tattooed guy, mm-hmm. you know, low voice. Um, Bryce is like, he, go on. Yeah. <laughs> we are doppelgangers, clearly. <laughs> You're a lot. You smile yeah. a lot more than uh, I know. My tattoos are invisible, and my voice is not low. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe you guys should just match yeah, up. Yeah, one the, superhuman. Yeah, you'd be the perfect investigator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's on, he's on. He's listening. He's like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, he's probably cussing at me right now. Under his voice for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's. I, and you know, one thing I, I love about him as well is is I've already touched on how much he cares about mm. the team. I mean, he, he's the most, along with Chris, I mean, he's the most caring. He's a dad. He's the only father on our team too. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of these cases got a little um, too close mm. um, to, to him because it, it did involve some child spirits. Aww. So you will see him kind of not struggle, but kind of get a little more emotional than he planned mm. on some of these cases because he can just relate to him so much where, you know, the rest, the uh, you know, the four of us can't because we don't have kids. We don't have daughters mm-hmm. like he does. Mm. Um, and, you know, he he's a trooper. I mean, he he got the brunt of a lot of this disgusting dark energy that we had on a lot of our God, episodes. I really and want to talk to him. Yeah, I mean, I really hopefully, I have yeah. so many questions to ask him, and I love historians, and I love researchers. I'm like, mm. yeah. what is your... Like, what is your cocktail? Like, what mm-hmm. do you guys do? Like, where do you go to get your yeah. information? Well, I did a lot of uh, research with him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there, you'll see on the pilot, I actually interviewed everybody with him. Oh, wow. um, and then a lot of the episodes as well, where you don't see me during the hi- like the history interviews, mm-hmm. I, I'm literally right behind the camera, listening, writing down notes. Yeah. Because I want to know the history mm-hmm. as well. Of course. It's so um, important. It's so important. Yeah. And, and it's and, good to have that element of, uh, like he does, where he... He has to be emotionally invested. Mm-hmm. He has to. I know some people are sometimes like to debate. Well, it's best to, that you separate, you know, your business from, you know, your personal life. Like, mm-hmm. don't bring your personal life in, mm-hmm. into these things. Like, you got to. But when you're helping people, you, when you, you have, have, you have to. to have that have sense to. of I understand what you're going through. Exactly. Especially when it comes to entities like this that are very vulnerable, mm-hmm. you have to have that vulnerability towards them as well. Exactly. So yeah. I, I really respect that. Yeah, yeah. and I, I'm proud of him because you know before going into filming this show, mm-hmm. I didn't think he'd open up as much as he did wow and he did and and again he's he's the most skeptical of us all he's the probably like the roughest of us all if you will definitely is the roughest of us all and stuff but um just the work he put in um with researching and opening himself up emotionally and caring about his team like i i have nothing better to say about that guy and like i just love the fact he's my best friend Mm. you know what i mean like he's he's fantastic that's great i could go on on yeah i mean it just shows your passion with everyone else and how you guys get along Mm -hmm. and and then you have Eric as well. Vitaly. Eric, Eric, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> Eric, if you listen to this, I love you, bro. Aww. I will say he is he is a character, mm. to say the least. He he is I mean, he's again one of the most talented investigators. All of these guys are are the most talented investigators I've ever investigated with, ever in my ten years of doing this, from sixteen to now twenty six. Yeah. Wow. Like these guys are legit and I, I, it's insane what we brought to the table. But mm. 
speaking on Eric, he is our trigger environment creator. He is the one who, I mean, we all come up with basically how, mm. like what we should do for uh -huh. the ghost loop and build a trigger environment, but he's the one who comes up with all the details. Oh, wow. You know, he does, and again, he does a lot of research on that. You know, mm -hmm. he did a lot of research online of, you know, obviously where the antique stores were, but what exactly they used mm -hmm. back when they were copper miners. Like what kind of beds did they sleep in? What, you know, what'd they eat for dinner? Wow. I mean, yeah. he went into full details to throw into this trigger environment. Oh, wow. I mean, there's 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 down to the crumb. So he's like the Egon out of the group. Yeah. Ghostbusters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's the Egon, exactly. I would say. He'd yeah. love that. I think he would love that. Yeah, he would love that. <laughs> no, 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 Yeah, so, so he's, and you know, when it comes to him investigating, again, he's a very open-minded guy. Mm. He has his beliefs, beliefs, <clears throat> let me say that again. He has his beliefs. And um, what I love about him though, is he's very open to, mm. you know, other people's beliefs, not just from the team, but from our client or from um, whoever's around during mm -hmm. these cases, mm. you know, and that I respect that a lot about him, especially him, you know, being um, one of the older ones of our group and, you know, um, being one of the more experienced mm. ones. So. Um, a lot of respect for him when it comes to that. And again, he's a very talented guy and he's he's very, very good on camera as well. That's and good. Um, he's he's the other tattooed uh, metalhead guy. Yeah, I was looking at your picture. It's like, and now, ladies and gentlemen, we present Ghost Lube. And it's like, everyone's like in this like tight black yeah. jeans, tatted up. <laughs> yeah. You know? Pretty much. Yeah. Ghosts ghost love that. Yeah, yeah, they do. Everyone they do. knows that. They like facial yeah. hair, tattoos. <laughs> facial hair, tattoos. I'm earrings. a ghost. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> Suddenly, my whole life makes sense right now. Ghost Tinder. Ghost Tinder. Yes. Oh my gosh. 100%. Travel Channel's Stop. new series, Ghost Tinder. I was gonna say my whole dating life is called Ghost Loop, so it's <laughs> fine. I don't know. It's it just is what it is. Why That's does the this first keep time happening? I've heard that. Like, I don't understand. It's like hmm. I'm in a loop of people ghosting me. Like, <laughs> recreate the scene. It's my room. I don't know. It's fine. Like oh god. Yeah. It's bleak. It's bleak. Oh my, my role on this show. I know it does say tech support. Mm -hmm. um, I do a lot more than that. Um, I did go to film school. I know how to work all of our cameras. Nice. I know how to work tech like no other, but here's the thing, mm -hmm. here's the twist. A couple years ago, I lived in Atlanta, Georgia, and I met up with this local psychic from Atlanta. Her, oh, name, wow. her name was Boo. Hi. B-O-O. Hi, Boo. Hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> She is very trustworthy, very accurate, very legitimate. Mm -hmm. um, I sat down with her in the Decatur Cemetery one time, mm -hmm. and oh. I told her some of my um, very old cemetery. It was great. Um, yeah, that's a pretty haunted cemetery. Mm -hmm. You know about it. <laughs> yeah. In Atlanta. Hello. Yeah, I mean, that's true. <laughs> uh, you guys are pretty good at what you do. Right? <laughs> oh, the whole time he's talking about research, I was like, yes, I've used Wikipedia. Like, it's fine. <laughs> oh. Like, oh, people do actual research? Oh, God, no. Uh, I mean, Caliph might not have, but yeah, I definitely was on Wikipedia yeah. a little oh, yeah. bit. Hell yeah. I might have used a few lines. Wikipedia is <laughs> really good, but when you scroll to the references, yeah. and then you go deep in that rabbit hole of the references. That's how I graduated university. <laughs> yeah. Cite your sources. Uh, hello. Hello. Uh, Someone did it for me. <laughs> they revoke my diploma. Yeah, they're like, um, dear Mr. Bryce Mitchell Williams. They do not have my address, to be yeah. very clear. So, Matt, tell us about your first paranormal experience before we go into Ghost Loop. Um, so, I was 15 years old. Um, this was spring break of 2009. My grandmother had just passed away in mm. January 2009. And my grandfather... Um, was with us on vacation in Florida. Mm. And it was me, my grandfather, and my best friend at the time sharing a hotel room, and then, you know, the rest of my family in other rooms. And 
Colin and I came upstairs. It was probably midnight, and we were 15, so we didn't drink. We, we weren't, we were completely sober, to say it. And I don't know. I just felt like there was a fourth person in the room. My grandpa was asleep on his bed mm-hmm. with a light on next to him for us. And I just felt like there was a fourth person in the room. And I looked over to my right, and I saw my deceased grandmother. And she was rubbing granddad's back. And oh my God. she I knew it was her. It wasn't like a solid figure like you and I are right now, but it was like a very, very light brown, like apparition, if you will, with like very slight details. And I could tell it was her hair. She was standing up a little, I mean, more straight than she was when she would, you know, passed on. Um, and she was rubbing his back and she looks over her right shoulder and smirks at me. <gasps> like in like a no, in like a everything I'm watching over you guys, don't worry mm-hmm. about it, right? And so I had chills, my eyes watered, I stood up, I threw my phone, I'm like, Colin. I was like, dude, I just saw Grandma Gwen up. He's like, what? I was like, I swear on everything. And and this, I didn't believe in ghosts mm. before this. That's a big note. I did not believe in ghosts because I was too afraid to believe in ghosts. Mm. It's not because I didn't think they were real, I was just too afraid to even admit that I, that I believed. And so I told him that, and I was so afraid to tell my grandpa or my, my mom, who I tell everything to, for like a week because a i didn't want them to think i'm like weird Mm. or a psycho yeah but also i didn't want them to think that like i wanted attention or like i didn't want granddad to be mad at me and be like she just passed away why are you telling me that i didn't want it it was disrespectful i was 15 too i was 15 and so my mom i told my mom a week later driving home from florida and she was like amazed by it she was happy it happened she's like you have to tell granddad because he's gonna love that and from then on i was like okay what why why did grandma show herself to me like why me why did i sense it mm-hmm. hint hint of you know some my ability that i'll talk about later um and then um yeah and it that's what kicked off um getting into my research wow. reading and watching the shows and and ghosts and not necessarily ghost hunting but just all of the paranormal world mm-hmm. and then my first ghost hunt came about a year and a half later um i was a sports writer for our school journal and the entertaining the entertainer writer um she was doing a october um article on ghost hunting and no one would go with her because they were too afraid Hmm. and our our uh, teacher was like well she can't go unless um he's like i want two people to go and then so me and my buddy who was another sports writer were like dude should we go ghost hunting i'm like dude let's like this is our opportunity let's go why not yeah so me my buddy joey and noel who was the writer we went down to um, the very north part of Kentucky. So it was like a three-hour <laughs> drive from Indianapolis very where I lived. Very north part of Kentucky. So it's yeah. Very it, was, it was actually close to uh, Waverly Hills. It was oh, a, my God. It was, like, it was like 30 minutes from there. Perfect. It was a cemetery <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the field. I mean, this professional ghost hunter that we investigated with was driving, and we're like, where are we going? And, of course, we're all like 17 years old at this time. So we're like, oh, my God, are we going to die? <laughs> and I'm telling you what. We used a thermal camera, EVP. I mean, we caught in like the hour and a half we were there, we caught crazy evidence. And me and my buddy Joey were hooked. Mm. So Ghost Adventures was on 24-7. We watched a little bit more Ghost Hunters. um, And and we investigated all the time. And then that's what led to um, being an investigator and Mm. and knowing. And what's funny is it wasn't, oh, I want to do this for a couple of years and quit. Like, I was obsessed. Mm. I was like, I want to do this for a career. And I remember telling a teacher that I ghost hunted, and he was like, yeah, I remember when that was a hobby in high school. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's funny. You'll get over it. And I was like, I looked at him straight in the eye. I was like, no, I won't. I was like, I'm mm. doing this for a career. I'm like, this isn't just a hobby for me. And my buddies who were around me were like, I think he's serious. Mm. And, of course, it's, it's great because in my high school, like, 
I didn't care if people thought I was weird or not. But the funny thing is no one did. Mm. I thought everybody would. We talk about that. It's yeah. like, yeah, being weird, it's like, it's fuck a, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, now being in our 20s, is like, whatever, like yeah. 26. Nah, to be weird is, to be, is a good thing. Right. <laughs> it so, makes you stand out. <laughs> yeah. So that was my first experience. And then that's what led me into actually ghost hunting. And mm-hmm. then the obsession came. And then, boom, it just took off from there that's for awesome. 10 years, wow. 10, nine mm-hmm. years. I don't know. I, I lose track of time. You guys understand. Yeah. So, yeah. In 2009, I was 42. So yes, I understand. <laughs> yes, I do understand. He's like telling the star, I'm like 15. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sitting in a Decatur cemetery. Mm. Yes. I feel like this is leading up to a joke, which we just did, but it's not. It okay. actually is not. Okay, good. Wait, mine. But okay, so the bigger picture of my role, tech. Okay. Yes, I love tech. I mm-hmm. loved running around with the camera a lot. Blah blah blah. Helping my team set it up. That was great. But here's the thing. A couple years ago, in the cemetery, the psychic told me you know you have abilities right I said mm. what do you mean she goes what's been happening to you the past few years and at this time I'm probably 23 years old that's a couple years ago and I'm like well I'm like I definitely like sense a lot more things like when I wow. do paranormal investigations when I walk around cemeteries it's not me like sucking myself out it's me feeling these things wow. and she says Matt you have a very very strong clear sentient mm. sensitive empath empathic ability yep you just have not opened up yet oh yeah at all she goes if you open up then you will find yourself walking into places and being able to not just feel the energy but tell what kind of energy is there and male female energy um where the the entity likes to hang out what room Mm -hmm. what ghost loop it is Mm -hmm. in you know Mm -hmm. and so i did the and when i was 24 25 i really opened myself up and I have multiple stories where I've literally walked into somebody's apartment and I get drawn to an area and I say, okay, this entity Hmm. has this, this is their goal. They're not here to scare you, whatever it is. It's male. It's this tall, da, 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 da. And I I show where they, that entity walks or where it crawls or whatever in the hallway or whatever. Mm -hmm. And every time that's happened three or four times in the last two years, the person looks at me and is like, that is scary because Mm. and we sit down for two hours and talk about their experiences in that apartment or in that house Mm. and so i really opened that up filming ghost loop um this past fall gosh i i remember you talking to me about that and it was just getting more and more intense with you and i know because i'm going to me yeah because i was going through the same journey the spiritual journey as well i had the same thing happen because you've seen on my on our instagram Mm -hmm. things appearing on my glasses on your glasses that was i don't want to get too into it but wow and then more things appeared to me recently at the Glen tavern inn you know Mm. when i stay the night things that I, i felt were following me and even here I don't know if you can feel something here in my apartment, but yeah. My arms (laughs) chilled up as you said that. (laughs) I have a girlfriend that is staying with us right now. She's going through a tough time, but um, she even told me last week, she's like, Tammy, what the fuck is going on in your apartment? I'm like, Mm. what do you mean? She's like, I feel like when you're not here, like someone's here watching me. And it's not bad, but she said that it's just, it feels like she's being observed Mm. is what it is. Okay. Yeah. So... I reached out to a psychic friend of mine. She did a card reading. She's like, oh, yeah, you have not only one, but two things. One's in your apartment. The other one's outside. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you, wow. you felt, yeah, your arm is like. Wow, right when you said that. Yeah, yeah. my arm. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. See, 
and and do you think it was something that has followed you around from a location no. or do you think it's just well, something that just grabbed on you what do you mm. think it is well what it happened well I think it grabbed on to me. I actually, I know it grabs on to me because he knows that I can sense him a lot. I knew it was a male. Mm -hmm. And before I can even like, like picture who it was, he, she even clarified that it was this young African-American boy who committed suicide in his twenties. And we said it in Mm. a, in a listener's tale episode that in 2014, someone did commit suicide a few doors down away from us. My husband, my husband heard the whole Thing that occurred the family found him it was a really oh my really terrible ordeal he was suffering from severe depression and he i think he either shot himself or hung himself one of those two but he just is around and he doesn't want to leave yet mm-hmm. he is able to he just doesn't want to mm. for the thing that's in here i always felt like it was like a loving presence and i found out that it's an old spanish woman that is so interested in like the atmosphere that I've created is very positive here and she loves the gadgets that I have here mm-hmm. like she's so invested with the Apple TV our iPhones that we're able to watch things on our phones and have these computers that could play movies and stuff mm-hmm. so those are things that have been occurring because I even hear things happening in the apartment something would move in the kitchen the TV would turn on every now and then by itself so Hmm. yeah well that doesn't surprise me that (laughs) that they're attracted to this vibe Mm. because i mean when i first met you i already knew like wow Mm. like i was like overwhelmed by just Mm -hmm. how like how bright this white light is around you and like how just positive and nice (laughs) Mm -hmm. you are and i've even told you this phone in person text all the time but like i'm to this day like I, i really like see why spirits do attach themselves mm-hmm. to you in good spirits and to you as well <laughs> well i appreciate it i appreciate <laughs> that was good, it yeah. attach myself to you Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so yeah that's, but yeah that's you crazy. do you do have that that ability i've seen you in an mm. investigation mm. but it's true but it, within mm. time i have seen like mm. and even heard a lot of things that like have been brewing and appearing yeah. in front of you yeah yeah and and you know uh doing this show uh this first season I really grew and you know mm. from the first I episode until the last episode I mean I completely opened myself up and to be honest with you I'm lucky I had the team I had around me but I will say you'll see in the Alabama episode mm. episode four I opened myself up too much mm. absolutely I want I here's the thing is I wanted to in a way because I wanted to see how far I could push my limits oh, and push no. this entity's limits I did I wanted to do it because again I'm just experiencing it and mm. And I know I have I know I have backup. I know I have Sean and Eric who yeah. are guarded with holy water and blessed salt and all of that. I also know I have Chris Starr, who is an empath and she's she's my sister, she's my rock. Mm-hmm. Then I have my brother, Caliph. Like right. I know all four of my teammates are there for me. So I'm like, I, you know what, I'm gonna open up. Um so I'm glad I had them, but I definitely opened myself up too much. Mm. And you'll see in this Alabama episode, I don't wanna say exactly what happened, but put it this way, during our trigger environment investigation, I for about 10 minutes, it was a very flashy scene for me. I don't remember a lot of stuff. Wow. I do remember walking off of the set, if oh you will, God. the location. And you'll see it. I mean, they documented it, obviously. But um, I don't remember a lot of it. And, and I had to, I do remember having to get down on the ground and ground myself and pray and do all of that. And then I felt a little better. And then I walked back up and Chris was like basically crying. Like, do you not understand what just went on? I do remember, I do remember, um, 
yeah, I just, I do believe I, that there was something entered my body. Mm. Oh my and God. It was, it was, it was pretty dark too. Um, don't worry. I didn't punch anybody or scratch no. anybody, but it, it's, it was his moment. eyes have blacked over. Should we be concerned? No, We're good. We're safe. Fine. We're safe. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they did no. though. No one told me. No, no, they no, might've, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, he's, but yeah, he's levitating above his chair. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. He's doing yoga. It's fine. Don't tempt me. Okay. <laughs> I, I would love to levitate someday. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so that, that's, that was episode four. I definitely opened myself up a little too much and, and that happened, but after I think that experience happened for a reason because after that there was a, a, several other cases, um, you know, episode seven or excuse me, episode six when we mm. were in Maryland where I opened myself up, but I knew how to do it and yeah. my limits and stuff. And I ended up again something happened to me emotionally, but it wasn't like bad possession. Like it was like something that I've never experienced, and you'll see it on the episode. Oh I my was, god, I don't know if I want it was, to. It, it's a very <laughs> emotional case. Yeah. So so yeah. So I that's just that's the another crap thing. Out of you. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, no. it's fine. I'm fine now. I'm has, fine. Um, I'm sure like some of our listeners are wondering, has okay. anything followed you or your team home after shooting? Mm. Absolutely. Or, doing, or during oh, absolutely. The, the show? Oh, shit. What happened? Give us stories. Um, well, it's funny because as we, you know, we're filming episode seven, episode eight, mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, spirits that were coming through the spirit box or EVPs or whatever it is were spirits from our other cases. Wow. I mean, we would get names you know, we would get voices that we caught on episode two when we we're filming episode seven. Um, every single one of us, all five of us had something happen to us in our hotel rooms. Oh, Rather, no. I, I mean, I saw a white mist in my mirror in Illinois, which is episode five, which either could have been from the case or it could have been from something else. Caliph saw a woman sit in his chair in his hotel room in Illinois. So probably the same entity that followed us. Mm. Sean, I mean, every time he basically closes his eyes to sleep, something bothers him. Same with Chris. I mean, <sighs> there, there are, are, are empaths and, and mediums. And I mean, to this day, you could text them right now and be like, what happened last night? And they'll probably have an experience. And then same with Eric. I mean, he's the one who builds these trigger environments. So wow. he's the one who does all the construction and stuff. And oh a lot of these entities don't like that. Mm. So, or they do because, oh, they changed it back into how it was when I was alive. Yes. I love that. So Eric, Eric gets those spirits. So we all have, we all, mm. we all have gotten followed from all of our cases oh and they're still around us. They're do you definitely still, still feel, around us. Do you still feel like something's around you? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I feel like definitely several things. Mm. Um, I, I do believe that the entity from Alabama is around me. I don't think, I don't think he's around me all the time, but I definitely think he pops in and out. Is he a um, good or a bad one? He's not good. Oh, fuck. He's not good. He's not, he's not inhuman or demonic but he's definitely not a good entity, um, especially with what he did to me um, and the way he made me lash out to my team um, wasn't good. And, and you know, we had to, that's the thing about Ghost Loop, guys, is it's raw, it's emotional, and we didn't just go in and catch evidence and say, hey, it was it's a woman, we just cast her out, bye. Mm-hmm. We go so deep into these cases emotionally and, and everything. And there's a lot of times where sometimes we just, we don't know exactly how powerful it is, um, the entity we're dealing with. Right. And we have to overcome that as a team. And you know, that whole episode and then guys, our pilot episode mm. yeah, is the one that affected all five of us the most. Um, there was an ambulance called while we were shooting. That's on the one K- in Lubbock or? No, this is the one in Utah, mm. oh. Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, there, this is, this was our first and only case that had a legitimate inhuman demonic entity (gasps) we didn't know this coming into it we found that out like while we were doing it no i wouldn't i wouldn't we had no idea 
And all of our other cases, I mean, we have darker stuff and yeah. you know, very powerful entities, but this we can chalk up as a true demonic force. And it got to us bad. How do you, bad. how do you set, like, what is the difference between like a demonic haunting compared to, you know, a, I guess like a, a regular haunting? Well, a demonic haunting, um, it's not just, you know, showing themselves as a black mist. I mean, it's, it's attacking. It's a lot of attacks. It's a lot of signs of, um, you know, poltergeist, heavy poltergeist, tables moving, all this furniture moving. Um, at night, um, sexual assault happens a lot with demonic hauntings. Oh my gosh. Stuff like that. That is not regular human hauntings. Mm. That is true demonic entity power. And I mean, again, we weren't prepared for it. And that's why I believe what happened to us, what happened to Caliph with, with, you know, the ambulance getting, getting called. I don't want to say too much, mm-hmm. but it was insane. And then Sean, Eric, and I were really, really going at it. And it was accidental, but it was on purpose. And we didn't know. We regret what we said, but like, why did we say it? Like, it was just a bunch of scrambled stuff. And then Chris basically cried the whole episode. So it was uh, our, our, our season finale is, is going to be one to, to not miss. And oh it's, my it's, God. it's emotional. It's emotional. And, um, and again, we grew from it. That's mm. what all of these experiences from Ghost Loop season one, we have grown from. Mm. And it took a toll on all of us. I mean, it, it, it even took me a while after we got done filming to come back here to L.A. and enjoy this sunshine and good weather. Yeah. It still took you me a while to, to decompress. Exactly. To recuperate. Or what's the word? Recuperate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recuperate. Yeah. Recuperate. Or decompress or mm-hmm. just, you know, just kind of lock yourself away. Mm-hmm. I guess what people need to understand, too, like during my investigations as well. There's times where it's like I need to like not read, do anything, research anything about the paranormal. I have mm. to like meditate and clear my mind and cleanse. Ground yourself. Cleanse Ground yourself. and cleanse right. because mm-hmm. there's been times where, man, I, I, I can't wake up. My body is sore. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, 100%. My head yeah. hurts and my body sore. I call it like the para hangover. Para hangover. Yeah. I call it paranormal hangover, but yeah. I like para hangover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt like when I first traveled to David's house and I and like – investigated that bottom floor level mm. gosh yeah. like the next day i couldn't i didn't want to get up yeah I it mean, hurt. His, that <laughs> energy, hurt everything hurt yeah it hurts and like especially because we just talked about how we have a lot of clairsentience yeah so you know just opening yourself up you drained i mean you're completely drained how mm. do you open yourself up matt like what are your steps or what is your method on mm. on opening up to yeah. spirits mm-hmm. um it's kind of like you just you just kind of sit there and you know you know you you put your wall up a lot mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have a step to do it but you just know your walls up like you're you're grounded you're strong mm-hmm. I do the opposite I let myself kind of loosen up a little bit close my eyes I just talk to the spirits whatever's there you know use my energy mm-hmm. you know do you again, do the one, two, dangerous. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? No counting. No, no counting. No counting. <laughs> no. But but I just I I basically invite spirits to mm. use my energy and stuff and I, I'm really loose mm-hmm. I don't have my guard up um, and again uh, sometimes that was dangerous mm. but I wanted to experience it and I wanted to know I have to do that in order to understand how to control mm. my ability and Chris Starr being a, an empath and knowing she's been an empath since she was a kid helped me a lot I mean she, I grounded myself with her several times mm-hmm. um, during this during this um, two-month um, shooting of mm. Ghost Loop um, same with Sean. I mean, Sean would always, always, always warn me, still does warn me, dude, don't open yourself up too much because right. you just don't know what's there. Right. Yes, and, that's true. And he's, he's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, um, we all are different. And mm. I, I want I want to experience that. I want to see how far it can go because this is a paranormal. 
you know, there's no really right or wrong. Mm. We still don't know because we're on this earth. Mm -hmm. So why not open yourself up to see, again, I have a team around me. I, I, I have people who can help me out if I do it too much, but I'm going to continue to do it. That way I can learn how to control mm. my ability. That way when I do open myself up to find more answers for these people needing help with these ghost loops that are terrorizing them in their own homes mm. or their mm -hmm. own businesses, I can do it better and in an easier way and take an easier path. And, you know, that's just, that's what I believe my, um, my um, goal is, mm. is just to be in more control of my ability to help people. It's all about helping these people. It's not about my myself in general. It's not about Chris, Caliph, mm. Sean, Eric. It's not about any in the show. It's not about any of that. It's about your clients. It's about our clients. Mm -hmm. And we and call them the parts, haunted. Yeah. And mm -hmm. some points like the dead who need help. And you know? oh, and that's another thing that actually brings up a good point. We don't only go in to help people. We help spirits mm -hmm. as well. We all of our cases we go into, there's not just one entity there and then gone. There's a lot of history at all of these locations. So like our, our pilot episode that you guys are going to see on December 27th, mm -hmm. Buffalo Soldiers. We ran into a lot of their spirits mm -hmm. in her house and outside. We investigate outside of these houses and buildings and whatnot every episode because we want to know what spiritual energy is around this, you guys know this, around this property. Mm -hmm. Not just not just the house, it's the ground. It's the ground, right? it's the earth. Well, it's what we always talk about is that there's like the thing that you're seeing and then the layers that you yeah. are maybe not aware of or experiencing mm -hmm. or yeah. I would think we I think we talk about this the most with like fault lines and then like the earth and the soil and then the history and then the people who came before and then the actual event and then the residual events and the yeah. energy that people are bringing into it like such a layered cake exactly. and if you're just it like is. scraping the top off you're like why is it not working like, exactly you're not addressing and, it yeah. exactly and and that brings me to what i've been saying this whole time is we don't just try to scrape off the top mm -hmm. we go all the way, all down, the way down to the down. bottom of that cake and we look at every single layer as best as possible i love that yeah and it's kind of like an eight bean layered dip it's like yeah. i just don't want the sour cream and the guac <laughs> We're i want so the hungry whole want the whole thing. <laughs> i want to go all the way yeah. down to the bean yeah which I don't agree with. I think it should be somewhere in the middle level, but sure. that's just me. I agree. <laughs> but it's like the it's like the heaviest and warmest, right? Is that right, where it's at the bottom? Right, That's the heaviest and warmest. That's where yeah. you're going to find all your information. Yeah. That's what yeah. a, a fork scoop. is for. <laughs> <laughs> a fork? As I shove my face, like, face first. I'm like, yeah, Matt, a fork. Yeah. I'm definitely using a fork. I'm not using this like a trough. <laughs> oh how do you, uh, how do you think Ghost Loop is going to separate mm. from all the other paranormal shows? Where do I start? <laughs> no, um, it's funny because I would get this question a lot before we went out and filmed, and I, I'd have several answers, but filming it, I can say, number one, mm -hmm. this, again, we dig so far into these cases and get emotional with these clients. Right. We're such a part of this case. Mm -hmm. We're not just a paranormal team that goes in, mm -hmm. wipes it out, and leaves. We are one with the client. We are one with mm -hmm. the spirits in the ghost loop and around the property. Mm -hmm. We're one with them. And again, you guys will see that. Mm -hmm. All five of us open ourselves up to all of that. Did any of y'all know each other before you? Yeah. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I love that. We, yeah. Do you want me to get into that? If you want, I don't know. I just, I love. It just yeah, seems like you're I so mean, like, sure. protective of each other and yeah. so bonded. I, I mean, to me, I just feel that great kinship mm -hmm. that I don't feel in a lot of shows. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's just you'll like, see it. Yeah, you'll see it. It's, sometimes um, I wonder if they're calling each other by the right names. Like, right. <laughs> way to go. <laughs> right, right. I know. Right. Like, they barely yeah. talk to each other on camera where, yeah. They barely look at each other. Barely look yeah. at each other, right. Um, 
Sean and Eric were good friends for a couple years before mm. um, our team was formed. Um, and they also knew Chris Starr. Okay. They investigated, I believe, Letchworth, um, uh, Letchworth uh, Hospital oh, or right. whatnot in uh, New Jersey mm. um, oh. a lot. So they three knew each other. And then um, Caliph is from Oregon, um, and who, he was brought in. And then I was brought in as well. And then him and I knew each other a little bit before, but not a whole lot. But the paranormal community is so tight-knit. Yes. That, like, I knew of Sean Austin. Mm -hmm. I'd I'd seen he had been on the show Demon Files for Mm. a couple episodes um, back in, like, 2015. So I knew his name from it. Um, You know, Chris Starr with her YouTube. She was very, she's very popular with that Mm -hmm. and all. So we we knew of each other, and some of us knew each other personally. But um, other than that, no, I mean, we just came together um, um, because of our production company, Essential Media, down Mm -hmm. in Venice. Um, which, by the way, the fantastic production company, mm-hmm. every single person there works their tail off and has been nothing but amazing to mm-hmm. all of us. Hey, Central Media. Hey. hey. Yeah, Central. <laughs> what's, what's going on? Hey. You guys know about Holly Weird? Okay. Uh, <laughs> that? We know. We like, know. Okay. Yep, that, that that's a mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's Let me tell you about hey. some Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They would love you guys. They would love you guys. But, um, but yeah, so we were brought together um, from them. And, um, um, we just bonded right when we mm. right when we found out. Oh, I mean, we could potentially have this not just this show, but this opportunity mm. to um, travel around the country and hopefully mm-hmm. someday the world to help people who are being terrorized. I mean, mm. like I said, we've all we've all have experienced, you know, people who are in dire need of help and can't have help. You mm. know, so we get the opportunity to actually go help them. Uh, you know, without spending thousands of dollars. Um, you know, because these days it's all about money. Mm. Oh, but, it uh, always is. Yeah. Yeah. But once we found that out, <clears throat> excuse me. You're fine. Once we once we found that out, um, I think that really brought us together. And then just learning about each other, you know, and experiences and and beliefs and yeah. all of that, and um, just the vibe kind of clicked. And then um, you can tell that that's yeah. actually why I asked. It's just mm-hmm. like, it seems like the way you talk about them that you've yeah. known each other for such a long time. Yeah. Right. And and yeah, you you would never guess that. You know, you would think we all knew each other back in the 2000s, yeah, you know, when amazing. I was in elementary school kind of thing. Sean, <laughs> I'm going to kill Sean, myself. <laughs> and and Sean, Sean was still in his 40s. No, I'm just kidding. Ah. Just kidding, Sean. Love you, bro. <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah, so, so team, yeah, we click and we clicked right away. Um, and uh, we're just going to continue to grow. And, and the more we do that, you know, um, the better we're going to be able to help people and do more cases yeah. and yeah. be successful at them. Um, but, yeah. I see so much potential. I I I just like, I just feel it, you know, Mm -hmm. I really do. Well, good. I I hope so. Because I mean, so far, I mean, it's just crazy. All of the, the, um, attention, I guess, for Mm -hmm. lack of a better word, we've been getting just from actually filming people who have seen our cuts and stuff like that Mm -hmm. are like, holy crap, guys. Yeah. Like you guys have done some great work and we're just like, yeah, we kind of have. Like it's hard for us to step back and really appreciate the fact that, you know, uh, you know that we've been helping all these people out, but we've mm. been doing it in such a different way with what these trigger environments. I mean, that's gonna that's huge. No yeah. one has ever done that I've before. Never heard of that it's on crazy. or off TV. No one's ever done an actual environment, and being able to actually have the budget to do that is it, it's it's great. No, like that's it's true. A, you guys it's are visually, lucky to have budget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's visually gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But it also like again, you should see the evidence we we catch after we build these trigger yeah. environments yeah uh, it blows my mind i mean it still blows my mind today i believe in ghosts more now than i did wow before because yeah, of these trigger be environments <laughs> oh, okay 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 but um, uh, that's another thing trigger environments mm-hmm. um the new haunting called ghost loop 
which I've explained. Yes. And then and then just how emotional and raw mm-hmm. and and our team is and these investigations are. Um, and it looks really good too. I've yeah. seen some of our cuts. I mean, I'm a filmmaker myself, and I'm like, wow, mm. the cinematography on this show is. Like, I'm excited. Like, yeah. if you can make Eric look like Brad Pitt, like, <laughs> you're doing something right. <laughs> it's so shady in this apartment. Right I now. love you, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> T-shaped. Well, I think that even just from the outside looking in, like, yeah. you had asked Tammy what the difference was. But just the way you talk about it, like, you can feel, feel it. Wow. Yeah. Like, before we were talking, much of the paranormal community, like, no tea, no shade. But there is an element of like, no, that's not what the ghost said. Like, fuck yes. you. And you're just like, oh, okay. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I, I especially, like, I don't know shit about anything. Uh-huh. So, like, anytime people are like, oh, it's this. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Like, that's great. But with, like, the way you're talking about it, it's so, like, we're just, like, in it to, like, help. And that's right. such, like, a different energy. And that's what I feel like a lot of people in this community mm-hmm. needs to... F- I'm sorry to be on my box. But Get on it, girl. Come on. understand. Yeah. And I've seen it, too. We've spoken about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people out there. I have the answer. Well, if you did, then we wouldn't be having these mm-hmm. shows. Right. You know? Right. There's a lot of answers and questions out there. Nothing's concrete. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to have their own, I say, hypothesis, mm. because there's a difference between one theory and a hypothesis. Like, mm-hmm. can you prove that? No? Well, that's your hypothesis. That's your opinion. It hasn't right. been tested yet. Right. So how do you really know? Right. And people need to have that mindset more than, I'm right, you're wrong. Exactly. There's no right or wrong. Mm. Come on. It's the paranormal. And you guys have gotten mm. criticism for this. Yeah. Very because much. people are like, what the hell is a ghost loop? Yeah. You, what is this now? Yeah. Another stupid show about yeah. ghost loops? What is this? A serial? What, what's going on? Oh, like, boy. what do you have to say to those individuals mm. that, you know, are coming at you with these criticisms and remarks um watch our show there you go and that'll change your mind that's (laughs) all i gotta say watch our show and trust me i even tweeted made some slight tweets you know before we came out you know all these new shows coming out and which is great you know again being a filmmaker and a tv Mm -hmm. guy like i i appreciate some of these destination fear with dakota oh my god i love that show i love how he's using fear again emotion Mm -hmm. to see like how far you can go with all of these dark Places. Yeah, like, destination fear is they the, the shit Holter right now. Files, yeah. The Holter files, Dave Schrader. Like, yeah. I, I, mm. I adore the work that they do. Again, they, they put it. You can tell they put in a lot of research yeah. into what they're that doing. That I like seeing mm-hmm. instead of having like the music in the background. The you know, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the B rolls, the fancy B rolls. Like, yeah. I just want to see emotion. And yeah. I want to see like hard work. Hard on work. Camera. Yeah. I, like, I appreciate that. Yeah. That's something I, I like watching. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because there's because you guys know this. Like, there's there's a lot more that goes into it's called paranormal investigating Mm. for a reason yeah you don't just take a k2 or digital digital recorder and Mm -hmm. go in and say is anybody here you have to dig deep into it to get it right Right. and when you have somebody's life on the line literally somebody who sleeps in this room where this entity's showing itself every single night Mm. like you you have to take it serious this isn't a Mm. joke like you have to take it serious and Mm -hmm. and you got to put the work in i love that so yeah me too but um but i appreciate you guys like feeling that this show ghost loop is is going to change change things it because it, it is and to those people who who are sketchy about it or or skeptical about it just watch it just mm-hmm. watch the show and you know if if you don't agree or whatnot that's the paranormal yeah. we don't always have to agree we're not this show isn't to prove hey ghosts are real da 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 this is a voice this this show is is it's to show people that people go through 
spiritual hauntings mm. and stuff like that. Like this, it, it, and to be honest with you, even if our show, it's always been legit, but we've had cases. Caleb has had cases. He told me a lot, Sean, everybody, we've had cases where, you know, we don't, we go in for a couple days and there's no evidence or anything, but you got to realize that who's it about? It's not about the ghosts there. It's about the person. Mm. So you got to sit down and talk to them because it could be their mentality. It could be something else rather than paranormal. Mm. And that's again, another thing we did for the show. I mean, of course, everything was actually paranormal, but it's it's about the person, mm. yeah. not about the ghost, not about the ghost loop. It's about the person. Yeah. So understanding what is their position with their mental health, mm-hmm. like for one, mm-hmm. are they right. suffering from depression? Are they going through something traumatic in their life? Mm-hmm. Do you they know? see things out of the corner of their eyes? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and chalk that up. Do they give um, energy to something that's not even there? Oh my gosh! I heard you again. Stop slamming the door, da da da. Right. If it's nothing mm. slamming the door but the wind, guess what? You're still giving energy we talk to about a location a lot, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, there's no history in this place, so like we don't know, like it's not haunted in the traditional, like there's not a poltergeist or whatever. Yeah, right. But people coming in year upon year, being like, there's gonna be, there's gonna be, there's gonna be, and it manifests. And it manifests into, like, exactly. into what is called a tulpa. Yeah, so. my hundred percent, my belief as well. Mm-hmm. I definitely believe in that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, so we definitely tell our clients, um, even if there is stuff there, when we leave, when we do get rid of these entities, which I'll tell you how we do that in a second, Mm. um, we do tell them, you know, we have, we have a quote scene at the end where we say, listen, Mm. this is what happened. This is what we did. This is what we caught. But our advice to you, do not give anything energy. Do not, you know, don't give it notoriety when it's not there because guess what? It'll come right back. Mm. Um, but we do, um, bless homes with Mm. holy water and bless salt. Um, Sean and Eric are both Catholic and obviously they know how to exercise a house and bless a house. And I, I took uh, a part of that as well. I'm not Catholic, but I do um, believe in God and I'm a Christian. And, and again, it's, it's your intent. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't have to be Catholic in order for this to work. So it's your intent. So Mm -hmm. I decided to take part in the blessings of the homes, which was great. Um, And then a couple of them, we did do some smudging and some sage, especially when we dealt with uh, native American um, hauntings and Chris Starr, um, because she's more of a, you know, a universe person. She's more of a, um, um, I don't know, what does she say she, she is? Don't put any of this in. Um, <laughs> anyway, she, you know, she doesn't believe in God and the devil. She like, she's more of like a Native American belief, mm. like yeah. more of like n- nature and stuff. Mm. So, um, she's Chris, a, I guess holistic. I guess is a hol- good. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah somewhat holistic. Yeah, mm-hmm. where yeah, so she would sage and, and smudge. And guess what? I would also do that as well mm. because I'm open to to that and and. Again, it's about your intent, and if you have good right. intent, you know, and and do it right, then you can get rid of these and entities. many paths to the same result. I mm-hmm. think exactly like, great. If that's like the way that this episode needed to go, then like you can still get the end result through a different means. A different exactly one hundred percent. And we're gonna we did that for this whole season, and we're gonna continue I to do that. that. Um, and then, of course, the last thing we did is um, for remember when I was talking about how a lot of times there's other spirits there, entities mm. that are just trapped from war or something like that. Um, we do prayers. I mean, we, we have a spirit box on and we ask if they need prayed and we help these spirits by praying for them, tell them to, you know, find the light. We even call in some of their ancestors, mom, dad, whoever it is to, hey, come to the light mm. and help so and so. And. I tell you what, there's multiple times where we get voices through spear box mm. saying, I'm gone or okay, I'll leave. Yeah. You'll see, you'll see in our first episode, wow. we did that. And it's like, I have chills because mm-hmm. it was, it's insane. Um, so yeah, so we have, like you said, we have different methods on crossing spirits over. 
and um, getting rid of entities and whatnot. And, and to be honest with you, um, it doesn't work every single time, but I do truly believe in our eight episodes that it works every time, mm. but it's up to the client to continue wow. to keep these entities away That's at the good. end of the day. That's good. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to, I was going to ask, what are your, uh, top three investigation tools of choice? Mm. My body. <laughs> 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 oh my god, I've never been more interested in paranormal investigation. <laughs> mm. This Do episode is out of control. Do you carry on? Losing every listener we've ever had. Well, yeah. I wear a lot of button-down shirts. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and tight denim and, jeans. Oh yes. my god. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes for the yeah. house. That's, that's another thing I love about my team is like, you know, as serious as all, as all of this is, mm. you know, we, we did find our time to step back and... You know, there was one hotel we had a bonfire at, so we'd hang out around there, you know, drink a couple beers, oh, just kind of nice. like relax. Mm. And, you know, when we traveled, we flew seven times in two months, you know, and mm. yeah, even air- the states you're listening, I'm like, that's the whole continent. Yeah, you're know, literally seriously. traveling all yeah. of North America. We, we, yeah, we literally went from Houston, which is very, very, very south. Um, yeah. Uh, we went up to Seattle to end it. Wow. So, and we went to Placa, Florida, you know, we went to Washington, D.C., well, Maryland area, Illinois, went to the Midwest, which was nice to Mm. be back there in the fall. Um, And um, we went to Alabama when it was 99 degrees. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's funny because our first, like, two, three episodes, it was, like, in the 90s. And then by Utah and Seattle, I I mean, we were freezing. I remember in Seattle, we were um, crossing the spirits over in the ghost loop. Which was outside. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And now that my blood's a little more thin being in L.A., yeah. um, I was freezing. I was sitting there like, <laughs> and of course, it took like a while. You know, we're, we're in it and stuff, but I'm sitting there like, Eric, my toes are frozen. You know, I had like those hand warmers in my boots yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Eric, feel my toes. <laughs> feel my toes. He's like, me either, bro. So, yeah. Uh, he's from New Jersey, so he's got that Jersey accent that I love. That's so- why I love picking on him. So your body, <laughs> meaning your body what? is a vessel. Oh my god! Oh yes. Back to the question. <laughs> the question. Um, so I body. definitely that that is a true statement. As funny as it seems, um, or, I, yeah. I, I I mean I trust my instincts. I mm. trust my body. And again, um, opening myself up. Like let's see what happens. Let's mm. see if I you know open myself up and then say make yourself known. What if it shows itself in front of me? It mm-hmm. is in the entity. Yeah. What if it you know knocks on the wall right next to me? What if it you know comes up and whatever touches my knee. You know, so so definitely my body is my number one. But um, when it comes to actual physical tools, I'm a really big EVP guy. Mm. I mean, it's it's tough to do sometimes because there's so much noise around. But yeah. but if you can catch a really good intelligent EVP, there's no explanation for it, mm-hmm. especially if you can tell what it says. Yeah. So I'm a big EVP guy. Either I I don't care how you what recorder you use mm. or anything. If you can catch a solid EVP class A and show it to me, I'm gonna give you a high five. Because my very very first evidence ever as a paranormal investigator was an EVP, and wow. of course, guess what it says? Get out of here, <gasps> dude. That's awesome. Let's go back in. <laughs> and of course, my buddies are like, "You're crazy." I'm like, "Dude, it said to get out." Yeah. It said get out. No, no, nah. no. It's funny because our tech guy for my first team, he was the one listening to it. He's like, "I gotta leave. I gotta leave." I'm like, "You're not leaving, Danny." So, um, EVP. Danny sounds like a kindred spirit. I'm like, "Bye, bye." <laughs> right. I only listen to ghosts. I have authority issues. <laughs> 
Like, get out. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> it's been so great meeting you. <laughs> that was Danny. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty much Danny. I'm not yeah. here for that. that was you, you're, you are the, like more the opposite. Like when we were at mm-hmm. uh, David Omen's house, she's like, let's go deeper. And I'm like, let's go home. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. It was like, this is horrifying. You're like, we're only like, on the first level. I'll get you. I'll get you an Uber. It's fine. I know. <laughs> yes. Thank you. It's very considerate. So you run, so not saying you run away, but you kind of run away. No, no, you can say run away. That's fine. Like we I, had an episode where we talked about like our. It wasn't even my first, but it was like my biggest, I guess, paranormal yeah, experience. First paranormal and I literally ran. Like, I was like with a group of friends, and I took and my flip flops off, and I ran, oh and I left them. <laughs> Good luck, motherfuckers. We just booked it. I was like, nope, nope. Technically. You are very smart for doing that. Yes, I'm still here You're today. You're smart for doing that. And yeah. no one has seen them since. No, I'm yeah, sure. No one has seen them. They're all fine. I'm Blair sure. Witch. Yeah, right? They're in the ghost loop. Yeah, I watch horror movies. I'm like, this is stupid. Just run away. They're fine. <laughs> it's that easy. That closet? No, no. no. Just get out of the house. Yeah. I'm, I'm going upstairs. I'm Becky that is like, hello? Hello? Like, hello? Li- I just like, was watching uh, her Halloween. Her no, no, Jamie Lee Curtis, like, do not save the children. Just run. Like, just leave them. They're <laughs> fine. Jamie, go, go in the bathtub. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. Jamie, no. you're like 5'3", 100 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Michael will yeah. literally break your neck yeah. with a yeah. flick. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know? yeah, By the way, right. Halloween is 100% my favorite horror franchise. It's really movie. good. It's yeah. a really good the franchise. The new one, 2018 one, I, I cried at how good it was. Yeah. I did not expect it to be that good. I love the, sorry, spoiler alert, spoiler. but the last scene where it's like, her her granddaughter mm. and her daughter oh uh, yes looking Queens. at Michael. mikey and knowing that he gets out yeah and i've already read something about the second one Shit. and how he gets out but i'm not gonna say it Ooh. spoilers Spoiler. abound no. yep spoilers <laughs> abound that's right i do i actually do actually have a friend who worked on it as well oh, damn. yeah she lives in atlanta she got to work on it and she oh, was like damn. it was so fun to work on a halloween movie in october oh my god she's yeah. part of the special nice. effects crew. Yeah, how yeah. awesome what yeah. a dream job she said it was, the, it was it was well she worked on wonder woman 2 as well oh. mm-hmm. but she said it was like one of her favorite movies she's ever worked on you know what you know a movie is good if it's scary but i will keep watching like that's my barometer it's like oh yeah, hocus i don't okay <laughs> whoa the scariest movie of all time whoa. arguably and i will die on this sword Bette Midler's and Sarah Jessica Parker's best performance, bar none. No, no, Come they, I me. agree. I will Slight, agree with you. Second place to First Wives Club, but like mm. it is A level material right there. Yeah. But yeah, if a movie like Halloween is such a good example where I'm like horrified and I want to kill myself, right. but I keep watching because it's so good, like you, yeah. know, you know it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I haven't seen Hocus Pocus for well, a Oh my time. god, okay, what? Yeah, no, no, I've done. seen it. I've seen it. I've <laughs> okay. seen it. This has been a while. I will haunt you right now. What? <laughs> I don't need any more. Ghosts. Fair enough. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Yeah. If you two um, want to scare them, you could play that movie. Oh, uh, so good. I know. No, it's a really good movie. For me, it's Night of the Living Dead. Ooh, the first classic. one. The yes. black and white one. Yeah. When she goes up the stairs and she sees the corpse. Like, that was so iconic. Like, yeah. that was, like, the first, like, it's scary, too. victim it's scary. eaten up by a, by a reanimated corpse. Back yeah. in the 60s, that was huge. Yeah. And that yeah. scared the shit out of me yeah. when I first saw it. Yeah. That was coming off. Oh. What was Psycho? That was 50s or 60s? That was 50s. 50s. Yeah. So that was, like, coming off of that, like, mm-hmm. Psycho was terrifying, especially oh for god. that time frame. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that same thing with Night of the Living Dead was like completely Iconic. terrifying Oof. for yeah, yeah for that time frame yeah. the 60s the mm-hmm. way it was filmed Ugh. those are the scary movies to me the older ones The Exorcist way 73 worse. yeah like if that like The Conjuring was fantastic mm. don't get me wrong and it was scary but it was 2013 like it's like okay I get like I know how they did that and stuff where it's like in the early 70s it's like it's just that much scarier because it's like oh it's got mm-hmm. that creepy old feel yeah. I don't know yeah I love Oof. it Conjuring I think the is- I think the Wizard of Oz is kind of creepy 
it, to be honest with you. <laughs> those <laughs> monkeys, bro? Yes. Dude, when those things hop around, I'm like, I don't know how they did that. Yeah. And it was in the freaking 20s when they made this or whatever, 30s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's Making one of the Making of movie was also scary, too. Yeah. 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 And then, of course, there's, like, those rumors of, like, that guy who didn't get a munchkin part, so he like hung himself in the background. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's totally a bird, but like this, just the fact that it has that rumor is terrifying. It's mm-hmm. so terrifying. Yeah, we talked about that in our dark history yes. of really? Oz. Yeah, we have an episode Ooh. which is huge. Everybody yeah. loved listening to it, and it's because we had to debunk a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. But the scariest thing was working working on that set was pretty dangerous, mm-hmm. considering that yeah. a lot of people collected a lot of ailments from it. They got yeah, burned. Yeah, you asked like, how did they do that? They just didn't treat people like humans. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then all it's of a sudden, it's super flammable. possible. Yeah, this costume is flammable. I'm You're walking fine. You're in fine. flame. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There was like a lot oh, of. Oh, it was bad. People got burned, misses. disfigured. Yeah. yeah. People d- ended up collecting ailments because they actually had asbestos on set. Mm. Oh my god. When she's in that poppy field and it starts snowing, that's asbestos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The 30s. Yeah. Can you send me a link to that whole podcast? Because yeah. I would love to listen yeah. to it. I love like yeah, that episode. Yeah. Like it's that. it's not only that, and it's the studio system. It was just like this, this like cracking the whip on like getting these films done. It doesn't yeah. matter who died or who gets hurt. It's like we got it. Especially the munchkins. Like, yeah. They're basically just like living props and yeah. poor Judy Garland and being oh, slapped yeah. around by Victor Fleming. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, dang. Nazi I mean, party. That's, that's what's crazy. That's the third or what thirties, right? Thirties, yeah. Thirty two or whatever was yeah. that one? Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. it, it's crazy to hear all that, but at the same time, like, it doesn't necessarily surprise me. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that was a messed up time and they just they didn't know. It's not like they thought of this and I was like, ah, it's really bad, but mm-hmm. we'll do it anyways. Like th- that was normal to them. Yeah, you know? it was back it was... in the. That's why we think like a lot of the stuff happened like uh, in the 30s and 40s. Why like Ellie is so haunted is because during the, those mm-hmm. two decades, it was the most aggressive mm-hmm. and most aggressive. That's a good word for it. Most mm-hmm. the darkest. You mm-hmm. know, you had yeah. gangs running the city. You had people literally being offed, and mm-hmm. you had women who were being beaten and killed and tortured and everything. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Black Dahlia. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like people hashtag. remember, you know, Elizabeth Short, but they don't remember the women before mm-hmm. Elizabeth Short, mm-hmm. the women that died before her. I mean, there was a slew of women during, you know, that time that may have been killed by her by her ki- killer as well. So, I mean, that was such a dark era. Mm-hmm. But it was also an era of light because all this stuff was happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What would be your third, oh, third investigation yes. tool of choice? Um, third investigation tool. You my know pants. what? <laughs> I love my pants. No. Um, <laughs> oh, God. It is <laughs> Ghost Loop, December 27th. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Travelchannel.com. Just pants. Like, what? <laughs> Why am I on the Gap website for pants? <laughs> Behind the scenes. Oh, oh my nickname was uh, Gap Model. For my team. By the way. Uh, yeah. I mean, those f- jeans do fit you well, and Thank this you. is coming from H and M. Actually, I mean, I am a costume designer, stylist. Oh, yeah. yeah, remember. So it's like if you find a remember? good pair of pants. <laughs> yeah. Um, the SLS camera, I oh. fell in love with, and I've never in my life, mm. even watching all these shows. I mean, you guys know Ghost Adventures and mm-hmm. yeah. the stuff they catch is insane, and all oh, the equipment they use. God, I want use. one so bad. We had one, and I told it was insane, and it wasn't just like walking around with this SLS camera, like pointing it and then getting a figure and being like, oh my God, we caught something. I mean, it was literally going through these ghost loops, calling out spirits of, I mean, from children to Mm. women, to men, to 
spirits that were seven feet tall, whatever it was, we would call them out and we would think that they're part of this ghost loop and they would show themselves Oof. as the same height, as the same gesture. If there was, oh. if there was, uh, this wasn't a case, but this is just an example. If there was one that was pushing people down the stairs, it would show up literally doing the pushing. Um, look at my arm right now. Like mm. I remember, I remember all of these SLS figures because I was the one who carried it around a lot. And I, I mean, blown away. The best SLS evidence I've ever seen in my life that any of us, you can ask Sean and Caleb, who have been doing it for even longer. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, the best I've ever seen. And you'll see it. We have four or five episodes where, I mean, it's in, incredible. Call it out and it shows itself. Like that is so, can you use the, <clears throat> what? explain to our listeners what an SLS is? So SLS, structured light sensor camera. Basically, it's just a camera that um, maps out stick figures uh, digitally. So mm -hmm. if you point it at a human, it'll map out their um, them their the body, yeah. yeah, their form as a stick figure. Well, if a stick figure shows up next to it, what is it? Mm. Uh -huh. it there's no human, mm -hmm. so it's more than likely a spirit. Um, and th the one we had was, you know, the one that was created by whoever created it. It was, you know, the legitimate one because there are some that map out like some stuff like on the wall and stuff. Yeah. But this one was like the legit one that it was very, very focused and, mm. that's and the legitimate. That's four figures, guys. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> They're expensive. Yeah, so we had that one, yeah. And that's, yeah. Why, that's why I knew it was all legitimate. I, I will go ahead and give you uh, an example. Um, um, it's a spoiler, but it's it doesn't spoil too much. Um, our Maryland case, mm. which is the one I told you about earlier where I something went through me again. Not, mm. not the dark one, but something else got emotional with me. Well, right before that incident happened, we there was a story of a slave that was hanged on a tree outside of this house. Oh, this wasn't even man. part of the ghost loop. We were, this was just our investigation outside. Um, and oh, no. guess what? Caleb and I were outside. No. Going around no. for 15 minutes. Nothing was there. And then all of a sudden, Caleb stood next to the tree. And we got a figure. But the figure wasn't just standing next to him. It was literally hanging on the tree. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and it was its feet were were right like my arms are so chilled up. This was a crazy experience. My um, Caleb was standing right there, and it's the the entity's feet was on his shoulders, <gasps> and like you could see up, and right where a branch was is where its head was. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, I mean it's it was it's it was a legitimate SLS capture, hmm. and and again that happened four or five times in our and that was completely separate from even why you were there. Exactly. Oh my yeah, God. yeah. Because again, you know, we focus on the ghost loop, but right. we also had to figure out what's on the property and what could be around. Mm. And that was, excuse me, that was one of the entities that were said to have possibly haunted the house or definitely the backyard. Wow. And we found out fast that that entity is definitely there. It wasn't anything scary or anything. It was just very emotional because you know it was a, it was a slave and he hanged himself for a reason and i know the reason it's very very sad but i don't want to spoil it because no. it's part of the story hmm. of the episode but that was one of the m more compelling if not the most compelling sls structured light sensor camera capture i've ever had in my life oh. so i do love using that as well because it is legitimate no too. it's a good tool i've it's seen a great it tool. on You've many investigations it, right? i yeah. even seen like even the lower grade ones mm -hmm. but i know like the like the legit one is yeah. like the best one to mm -hmm. use yeah yeah that's awesome so those so it'd be my body um evp recorders mm -hmm. and sls camera are my favorite three if i had those three things i will investigate for 12 hours wow mm -hmm. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe maybe a night vision camera. Those are nice. Too. Those are cool. <laughs> those just look cool. You know what I mean? And an iced coffee. Yes. <laughs> of course. Every paranormal investigator needs one. I know. An iced coffee. <laughs> Unless you're in Seattle in November, then you need a nice hot coffee. Chum. Oh, man. It's never too cold for iced coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No, it'll always be cold. <laughs> My hands frozen to the cup. It's for ghosts. <laughs> it's for the ghost loop. <laughs> ghost loop. Summer twenty seven. Yeah, right. <laughs> what advice, Matt, do you have for mm. individuals? This will be our, our last question um, mm-hmm. before we take it to an, a close here. Uh, what advice do you have for individuals wanting to become an inver- a paranormal mm. investigator, wanting to you know kind of dabble into this mm-hmm. community? Yeah, um, I definitely say learn your craft. Um, do a lot of reading. Mm-hmm. Do a lot of. I know it's TV, but watch the shows. I mean, a lot of a lot of my experience, or not experience, a lot of my knowledge came from watching Ghost Adventures and, wow. and Zach and, and and Aaron and all of them. Um, just knowing what equipment to use and what it does, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously when they capture stuff, you're you know. So right. when you watch shows like that and read read up on books. Um, you know, you go on an investigation and, you know, you pull out a recorder and you know, you don't only know what it does, you know why it does it. You know that the microphone in that recorder is more sensitive and picks mm-hmm. up different, you know, mm-hmm. wavelengths of, of audio. Um, so that's what I would suggest. And do not, do not, do not be afraid to go actually explore and investigate. Do it legally because mm-hmm. I know many stories, including myself when I was younger, and you guys probably did the same thing, trespassing. That is no joke. Like I didn't get thrown in jail or anything, but Mm. man, I got caught so many times where I didn't think I would. And not only that, but it's dangerous. A lot of these places do have some dangerous people around that could rob you, that could hurt you. So be very, very careful, Mm. especially if you're young and don't have a lot of money and you want to do it. Um, Find places that, you know, that might let you do it for free. Um, Stuff like that. People, Um, seriously, I had a friend that did that, like, went like trespass onto a location and got caught and was fined a thousand dollars a thousand dollars right and that's just Oof. minor compared to that what is could minor happen. yeah mm-hmm. but a thousand that was one grand for just doing something really stupid yeah well i, I know of a, a an investigator that um i don't i didn't know him personally but he went to i think it was an abandoned um hospital and oh, no. it was pitch black there was a hole oh shit! No. and he was on maybe the second floor and no. he fell down and died instantly oh my god yeah. are you serious yeah yeah and now he haunts the hospital more than likely oh god. as an investigator yeah so that's so oh. again you my advice would be learn your craft um before you go out um have equipment mm. you know it's, it's always good to have you don't have to have mm-hmm. a whole case but have a couple pieces of equipment you can have a recorder and a k2 meters are only 50 bucks whatever yeah um again you have your body you know learn be careful and just don't do anything stupid. Mm. Um, you know, it's funny because my uh, 16-year-old nephew, he just started investigating not too long ago, and I ended up giving him one of my EMF detectors, and now he has some equipment. And he texts me, you know, once a month um, asking, you know, for advice, mm. you know, where to go, how to approach it, um, what to look for online for history and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I- I'm glad he does that. But um, so yeah, I'm just, I just brought him up cause I have an example of somebody who's wanting to start and really get into it, but that's that would good. be it. No, that's yep. good advice. Mm-hmm. At first, like when you said ghost adventures, I was like, mm. oh yeah, you have a thing with that? <laughs> no, it's just, I guess it's that whole, uh, thing of how they kind of go in and bully ghosts that people don't agree with and mm. how they approach a haunting at times. I agree that 
like the equipment that you mentioned mm -hmm. that's something that i i've never heard someone say and that was very refreshing to mm -hmm. hear like no it's the equipment because i feel like they've really and we talked about it too like they really changed mm -hmm. the paranormal community yeah. and they really brought the paranormal and paranormal investigation more into the light more into the mainstream yeah mm -hmm. you're talking about ghost adventures oh yeah yeah of course. And that's why that's why i respect every single one of those guys is because yes. i mean if it wasn't for them i don't know where i'd be to right. be honest with you i mean i i went to zach Bagan's film school in michigan wow. that's because awesome. I, I i looked up to him so much and and i wanted to and look be at a where filmmaker. you are I, and, right i know see, i know see, i've guys, never met him in, a we, partner, so. in studio city Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I, I know we give him i know oh, we give him some at? slack <laughs> I know we give them some slack. I know we do, uh -huh. but I do respect them in yeah. that light and your answer in that light that mm -hmm. he did bring up yeah. a lot of great techniques, equipment, yeah, and this whole like mm -hmm. well, environment. It's funny because we actually talked about this last week with mm -hmm. Zachariah the Witch, Yeah, where if you want to start something new, then like d don't half-ass it. Like what, no. what, like what do you want to do? Do you want to like order your kit off of like Urban Outfitter, then like that's probably the results you're gonna get. And that's fine, but like maybe be aware of that. So like, I love that like your nephew is someone who's like seeking and advice and seeking yeah. help and like, yeah. there are ways to do it. We talk about yeah. this all the time, like in the industry too. Like, I wanna be an actor. Like, yeah, right, me too. But like, what are you doing about it? Like, what are you, are you just right? doing yeah. about it? Exactly. And like, it's how are you approaching exactly. it? Exactly. Wow. Exactly. You did your research. You went to his film yeah. school. And mm -hmm. guys, look at where Matt is. Yeah. He's yeah. on his. He's on his first show on yeah. the I'm, travel yeah, I'm excited. channel. I'm excited. And you know, it's crazy because this is the beginning. Yeah. I mean, this is the very beginning. I'm still learning abilities. I'm still learning mm -hmm. equipment. You know, even though I'm like the tech guy, I'm still learning mm -hmm. a lot of equipment. I'm still open to all beliefs, all religions, how to cross spirits over. Like I'm open to all of it because I know. And that's part of the craft. Exactly. Exactly. You have to be willing to learn and you have to be willing to continue to build, continue to build. And then you'll end up being at the top and you're going to you're going to be the person that people yeah. wanting to start off, but not only start off, but continue to grow and grow. You're going to be that person they go to. Mm. And that's my goal is is to just whoever wants to to be what I'm what I am, what you guys are, yeah. paranormal investigators. Mm -hmm. If whoever wants to be that, I want to help them get there. Yeah. You know? So, mm -hmm. um, I'm learning a lot mm -hmm. from you, sir. <laughs> oh, really? 100%. Thanks. Yes. Cool. No, I, I really, before we bring this to a close, I'm mm -hmm. very proud of you. Yeah. I met you oh, a year, you. I met you a year ago and I'm very proud to say that you're my friend. Oh, and thank you. That I just, I'm so happy for all these things that are coming yeah. your way. So you're doing such a great job. Like yeah. you're on the Aww. right path right there. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That, that means a lot coming from you. It Aww. really does. Like it really does. Like it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's hard to, um, to, you know, kind of measure yourself, mm. um, mm -hmm. especially when there's so much going on and yeah. obviously there's all these new shows and all these people want to ask me questions about paranormal. I like, I don't know where I stand. So like hearing that, especially from a friend mm -hmm. it like it in, in, you know, my family the same way, like it, it really means a lot and mm -hmm. it, it motivates me to, continue to not only go further with my career but also go further as a person yeah and be a better person Aww, see, you know what i mean that's, so that's what it's all about guys yeah well thank you matt yes. for sitting here with mm -hmm. us thank you so much absolutely guys talking for about the me. show your paranormal experiences your mm -hmm. team for that matter and everything that's weird and spooky your journey and the journey that you still you'll still be continuing because this is just not just not the final stop for you no. you right. have many many plans 
I definitely hope so. Um, <laughs> I definitely feel that way as well. I'm not just saying that. I definitely no, I feel, feel it in too. my heart. I that, feel it too, my gut. <laughs> yeah, that just it's it's going to continue. And and again, my biggest thing is being able to help people. Mm. I mean, I've it's just that's what's flipped me from, um, you know, when I was first starting to now. It it was hey, I want to prove it's real. I want to mm. go into all these haunted, abandoned places. And now it's I got to help people. Mm. Like people people lose their lives sometimes over hauntings. Like if you can save lives by doing this, do it, you well, know, so. I think also like part of your journey is that you're a healer. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, have you I've never been told that? that. I've never, no, I've never thought of that or been told You're that. helping people. Yeah. You know, you're trying to help them move forward with their lives yeah. mm-hmm. and help them with their surroundings so they can have a healthy lifestyle healthy and live- positive exactly exactly yeah, yeah, yeah that's what you and your buddies are doing on mm-hmm. go sleep you, mm-hmm. you're in in some way of your journey you're a healer and mm-hmm. that's important yeah wow yeah mm-hmm. have you ever thought about that i've never thought of it that way i mean again i mean i just it, taking it, it's hard to take a step back and mm-hmm. really look at the work you're doing yeah. and what yeah. you're going to do and and yeah i mean wow that like opens my eyes you, i mean you guys are hearing it right now like that's that's season two. <laughs> the healers. The healers. Yeah, that's gonna be my role. Instead of tech, I'm gonna be a healer. Hashtag healer. Healer. Hashtag healer. Where can people that's stalk awesome. you, Matt? Okay, so I have a Twitter. Okay. It's at Matt underscore Lytle, and my last name is spelled L Y T L E, as mm-hmm. you guys should know, right? Um, Instagram <laughs> is at Matt J N Lytle. Um, fun fact: I have two middle names, and no, there's no. Hyphen. hyphen. I have two middle names and there's no <laughs> hyphen. <laughs> um, and then I do have Facebook, which I guess is just Matt Lytle. Um, which, yeah, Facebook's. I'm, I'm pretty. So I'm pretty happy active on that. you don't have any like social media uh, handles. The Matt Lytle. No shade. Oh my <laughs> no. god. First Why? of all, mine is the Smirking Assassin. So let's no, go. No, okay. No, like the Smirking ah. Assassin, I can like that's fine. That's, but when it's like. That's the, the only thing I got from my name. ex-boyfriend, so like, it's fine. Like, if it's, like, the Tammy Noel Murat yes, Travis, like, come on. Like. No, my ex gave me my Instagram handle. It's all I got from that but relationship. But that's, like, smart. Like. That's all I got from that relationship. Yeah. <laughs> but it still works out pretty well. I so feel like, like, am I experiencing this? Like, yeah. the what? The only the only name I put in, uh, the word the in front of is uh-huh. the Ohio State yeah. Buckeye. Yeah, like that's fine. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> every Big time, Ten champs go Bucks. Every time the like rookies in the NFL like say what school they're from and they say I get so excited. Like, I know. I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, oh my god, here he comes. Like here he comes. I played for them. The Ohio I know. State. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, you like rip. Oh You're my like, god. Dude, the last time that fun fact, the last time that Michigan beat Ohio State I was nine and people were burning blue chairs and blue cars in the streets oh my of god Ohio fans are insane insane like insane. and I thought LSU fans no, were girl, crazy it's like Ohio a whole State's different insane. level and I, like look I all of this I don't know how like much myself. you're following but any of the like <laughs> Cleveland Browns drama that's been happening oh with, like, of course the guy, dude I'm like yeah that's I, it didn't even phase me like he tried to murder him I'm like he, yeah, I, dude, he, <laughs> he took a helmet and smashed it into yeah. a dude's head. Oh my god! And there's oh, people, yeah, there's people insane. in Ohio where like their windshield wiper yes. is like his arm, yeah. like coming down on everyone's like, head. oh, Oakland fans or like name yeah. any other team. Like, no, Oak- Ohio mm. fans are crazier. I, I promise you, because yeah. we're like hood and trashy, and like there is no <laughs> limit. Yeah, what cornfields can do? No, like, <laughs> what cornfields can do? <laughs> can do. Right, do not Cleveland, let them deceive yeah. you. Cornfields make people crazy. and I love it. Cleveland didn't like fall into the lake when. They won, like it's a miracle. Yeah. That's a real miracle. 
And let's end on that. <laughs> <laughs> this is chaos. <laughs> what is this brought to you by? No, I'm just kidding. But guys. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the, well, guys, oh, uh, check out Go Sleep on TravelChannel.com for our show extras, behind-the-scene photos, and exclusive videos. Follow at Travel Channel and hashtag Go Sleep on fa- uh, Facebook, yes. Twitter, Instagram for additional content and updates. Thank you so much, Matt, thank for you. sitting with no, us. No, thank you guys. This and giving was us a, blast. a little bit of like the Buckeye history. <laughs> the Buc- that's right. That's right. <laughs> we have zero listeners after this. I'm so sorry. We're done. We're done. done. We're done. <laughs> he didn't even do one feminist rant. Oh, no, I did it. <laughs> you did. Yes. yes. <laughs> Crushing it. All right, guys. Stay Holly Weird. And Matt, do you have any last words you want to say? Stay creepy. Uh, <laughs> Go sleep December 27th. Bye. 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 This episode was made possible by our Hollyweird Paranormal patrons. If you're interested in becoming a Hollyweird Paranormal Patreon or a Hollyweird Paranormal producer, then head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash Hollyweird Paranormal. And for as little as $1 or more a month, you can help produce Hollyweird Paranormal. You'll also enjoy other perks such as becoming an automatic member to our secret podcast, The Saturday Night Ghost Club, which is a bi-monthly podcast where we go out and interview and record chilling, true ghost stories from people off the streets. You definitely don't want to miss it. If you love Hollywood Paranormal or this episode, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. And it helps us become a little more visible. Can't get enough of Hollywood Paranormal? Then stalk us on Instagram and Facebook at Hollywood Paranormal and Twitter at HWP Podcast. Have a story that you're dying to share? No pun intended. Then email us at HollywoodParanormal at gmail.com so we can consider it for our listeners' tales. Catch up with our past episodes and season on Blueberry.net, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Castbox, Player FM, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast fix. We also wanted to give another big thank you to Matt Lytle, our special guest on today's episode, who will be starring in the Travel Channel's new series, Ghost Loop. Ghost Loop premieres Friday, December 27th on the Travel Channel. Be sure to mark your calendars and set your clock for 10 p.m. All right, friends, till next time. Always remember to stay Holly Weird.